0: You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says podcast starring S. Anthony Thomas. (laughs) You lucky bastards. All right. This is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right. Here we go. Go S. S. Anthony Thomas. Go S. Hello, you sick bastards. You know who this is. This is the S machine. You know, I was driving down the road today. And I go into the intersection, okay? The light is green as a, as the tip of my car enters the intersection. Then the yellow light comes on. And it's a quick yellow light. It's like, yellow, little red, red. I mean, just that fast little yellow, red. And there's a police officer looking at me. And he's looking at me. And I just kind of shrug like, hey, what are you going to do? And and I'm thinking, this uh, this guy's going to give me a fucking ticket. I don't need this shit. And he looks at me and he goes, eh. You know? (laughs) And he goes, eh. And and he just waves at me and just going to keep going. And I keep going. And I'm sitting there thinking about it. It's like that quick yellow light was was kind of a messed up thing. You know? Quick yellow lights are horrible. Yellow lights are horrible in general. You know what I mean? Yellow lights suck. Yellow lights in traffic and yellow lights in life suck. You know? Green lights are cool and red lights are cool because they basically take the decision away from you. Red light, don't go. Don't even think about going. Sit your ass at the. shut up and sit down. Sit down and shut up, car. Sit there and shut up. You go and you're going to get a ticket. You go, you're going to get sideswiped. You just sit your punk ass right there. I said, sit down. I'm the red light and I said, sit there and shut up. (laughs) All right. The green lights the other way. Hey, it's cool, man. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Just keep going, man. Hey, man, I'm fast, slow. Doesn't matter to me. You have a mission. Just keep on going, man. Keep on moving. It's cool. It's all cool, man. It's all cool. I just hope my friend doesn't show up, because when my friend shows up, he's a little bit of an asshole. You know, you know red light's an asshole. But you know hell here he comes. I'm yellow light. You don't know how all you got. But all I know is you better make a decision right now. You gonna go in any intersection or not? Make a decision. Now, now, now. Up too late. Red's here. You better not even think about going, damn it, I'm red light. I said, sit your punk ass right there and wait. <laughs> because that's what lights are, man. Like, it's the same thing when, in, in, in regular life. You have red lights in your regular life and red lights, essentially, in your regular life. Basically, they're just things you can't do and you know you can't do them and you know you better not do them. You know, if somebody gets up, if you get upset with somebody in traffic, you know you can't get out of your car and beat the shit out of them. Why? Because you're going to go to jail. You are going to go to jail. You can't steal something. Not that you would. But if you were the kind of person that wanted to steal something, you know, you can't do that. Why? It's against the law. You will go to jail. You know, not to do high risk things because, you know, let me jump from this rooftop to that rooftop. You can't do that. Why? Because you may fall and kill yourself. Red light. Don't do it. Stop. Don't go. No. But in life, green lights, instead of just being like the normal flow of traffic, a green light is the stuff that you kind of have to do. Because just like a red light tells you, you better not even think about going. A green light is, no, 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 get going. Go, 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 go. It's cool. We're cool. So cool. Go with the flow. But you got to go. There are things you got to do. You got to go to work. Right? You got to go to work and you got to make money. You got to make money why? Because you I don't know, want to have your house when you come back. You want to eat. You want to take up your care of your spouse and your kids. You want to be able to do things. You want to be able to buy things. You have to go to the work. you have to go to the doctor. Why? You want to make sure that you can maintain your health. You have to go. You have to go to the dentist. You have to cuz you want to have teeth in your mouth. You have to do it. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this. You have to wash yourself. These are things you have to do on a regular basis and you have no choice. You have to do them. And then there's the yellow light in life. And that's when it's like, you basically, you got to make a decision right now. You have a short period of time to make this decision. And I'm going to force you to make a decision because the green light's gone and the red light's coming. And you got to know that you need to make this decision right now. And it's the same thing when you're driving in traffic. you look at that yellow light. Is that yellow light going to be there long enough for me to get through this intersection? Hmm. It's like when you go to the store. And the salesperson comes up to you and, oh, you know, you know this, uh, this product that you're looking at right now, you either buy it now or the sale's going to be off by me, brother. <laughs> this sale won't be here tomorrow. And you're going, I didn't even get an opportunity to invest. I just saw the product and I'm considering buying it, but I haven't had an opportunity to, you know, to investigate the product, to find out what the product ratings are, to find out whether it's good or not, to find out whether this product sucks, whether this product blew up in somebody's hands and killed them. I don't know what, you know, I don't know anything about this stuff. Well, you really should buy it today at this price i don't care what price it is but a lot of times we'll go oh i better buy it he's, this guy said so i he wouldn't lie to me he's a salesperson getting commission he wouldn't lie <laughs> i better buy it now and you take it home and it's a hunk of shit why because you made a quick decision because that yellow light was on you've been in a relationship when the, the yellow light comes on at first you thought with a woman that you're not going to have a chance with the light is red nope not going to happen get away from me When you start a relationship, the light's green. Hey, everything's great. Ooh, ooh, yay, yay. Let's get it on all the time. Let's have fun. Let's smile. And now we're getting serious. Here comes the yellow light. Listen, are we going to get married? Are we going to have children? Are we going to do this? Are we going to live together? Are we going to have bang? You either make this decision right now, right this second, or it's over between us. (laughs) How many relationships started like that? you know, and it's the same with them, we go, come on girl, come on now, you know what I mean, I mean, we, we haven't done this, we haven't done that, I, mean, I really need to get it on with you, and this, that, I mean, come on man, I could be with other girls, so I'm just saying, but if we're going to be together this time, we can do, and we need to do this, and we, and we need oh, all right, how many relationships started like that, they didn't start out smooth, they didn't, it wasn't the green light where everything's good and cool, and started out like that, and, and then it stayed green, a lot of relationships stay green, they stay green the whole time, you know, they have little ups and downs, little bumps, but they like each other. They enjoy each other's company. The yellow light never comes on. But for most people, that yellow light comes on. Ever been in a relationship because you were pressured to be into it? You had to make a decision right now. Now, 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 now. now, now. <laughs> and you wind up married to someone and you're going, oh, God. Oh, I knew the red light was coming and I should have let the, I should have just stopped before I got to the intersection and let the red light come on. Ah damn! Why did I do this? Why am I married to this person? Why, you know, Mr. G, we, you know, we're sir. There's several applicants looking for this job, sir. I mean, if you really want this job, you're gonna have to make a decision right now. Oh sure, I'll take this bullshit job. Sure, when you take a job and then you get used to the money and you realize the job absolutely sucks. And you realize, damn, I should have not gone into the intersection. I should have stopped. I know the light was yellow and technically I could have kept going, but I should have stopped. Let the red light come on. Think about some shit and made the decision again when the green light came on. But we don't do that, do we? (laughs) You know. Even when you see a yellow, even when you see a red, there's always going to be another green light. They keep make the green light always comes back on. You don't have to rush through the yellow. Yes, there's going to be people behind you honking their horns and upset. But they're not the one that's going to drive into a into the intersection, and have the quick yellow light go off and then have a car smash into the side of them. They'll be the ones calling the police for you when they try to cut your ass out of the car. And you only went into the intersection because they were honking the horns. You should just fucking ignore the honks and behind you. Fuck that. You really should date that girl. She's really special. I don't I don't love her. But you should. I mean, you mean she's a nice girl. You should really should take that job. You should take you should stop doing what you're doing. I know you have a dream and it's it's beginning to work out for you. But it's but the but the odds of it happening are just so low. You should just quit stop doing that thing that makes you happy and take this job that sucks because it's steady income. Know <laughs> what else is steady? Japanese water torture. <laughs> That's steady too. <laughs> you know? it's amazing it's amazing how many times that happens to you and i know it's happened to all of you it's got to have happened to you you can't tell me that it hasn't you know you got to that intersection in life and you're looking at it and it was green when you got there and then all of a sudden that shit turns yellow and you have to make a decision does this yellow light should i step on the gas and speed into that damn intersection or should i say screw this crap and wait Yes, I know a red light's going to come. Yes, I know this particular opportunity to cross the intersection is going to go away when that red light comes, but there will be a green light Right after the red light. There's always a green light. Right after the red light. They keep making more. I got news for you. There's going to be. After this green light. There's going to be another yellow. And then there's going to be a red. And then there's going to be another fucking green. And it doesn't matter. Fuck the people behind you. Honking their horns. Because they want you to pull through the intersection. They don't have to deal with the consequences. If you make a mistake. That you were forced into. By someone else's stupidity. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. If it's a green light, go for it, man. If it's a red light, keep your ass away. If it's a yellow light, make a decision. If you think it's worth it, you know, to step on the gas and try to speed through, make sure you think it through. Are you familiar with this yellow light? Is this yellow light near your house and you know it's five seconds? Or is this a yellow light in an area of the city that you don't drive in and you don't know how long the yellow light is? You may get away with it. You may get sideswiped by a tractor trailer. There may be a police officer on the other end of the intersection who looks at you and knows you ran the, the light because the light turned turned red because that light turns red fast. That's the way it is. In my particular instance, I decided to step on the gas and I zipped right through and I made it through safely. But on many occasions in my life, and thankfully so, I looked at that yellow light and said, nah, nope. new. <laughs> Not gonna do it. And I dodged many, many bullets that way. There's many women that I, I was thinking about going, getting it you on know, getting serious with, and there were red flags that made me go, mm mm And then I find out later on they they the, whoever the next guy they went out with had a really difficult time with them. There are many places where I wanted to go job wise and I thought something is not right about this shit. And then I find out horrible things happened and there was something to me that said, "Nah, no, 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 Let that light turn red. Wait for the next green light. Now, I'm not saying it happened all the time. There are times when I should have stepped on the gas and didn't, but most of the time I was right. So that's the thing you got to do, man. That's the thing. I, that's the thing that I wanted to talk to you cats about and cats and kitties, dudes and do that's about, you know. That's what life is, man. Life is green lights, yellow lights, and red lights. Red lights, don't do it. Green lights, go ahead. Yellow lights, make a decision, but you better make a decision quick. And I'm saying no, I don't. I don't have to make a decision quick. Fuck you, yellow light. I'll wait you out, red light. Green light's coming. And when the green light comes, I'll step on the gas and get where I want to the way I want to. Yeah, that's right. I said it watch those lights people watch those lights that's all i'm saying okay bastards you sick bastards let's talk about it let's talk about it everybody's talking about it i can't get in my car and drive around and listen to sports radio without talking about it everybody's talking about adrian peterson everybody's talking about ray rice and yes they should but the funny thing about it is you'll hear people call in Regarding the Adrian Peterson story who allegedly uh, took a switch and gave his kid a whooping which caused lacerations on the legs and hands and arms and he caught the kid on the balls and uh, there were lots of cuts and bruises and scrapes and he admitted that he did the whooping and everybody's going nuts and quite frankly there's no way in hell I would ever hit my kid no matter how old they are but definitely not a four-year-old with a switch until he's bleeding that would never happen ever. But my older relatives tell me that they got they got whip, whoopings like that on a regular basis. Not, not I mean, they, they my my grandparents and the, whoever their whatever the corresponding relatives were didn't walk in up. Oh, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to fuck my kids up. They didn't do that. They spanked them when they maybe committed some kind of offense. But what? But people always, yeah. And then my mom, she hit me in the head with a shoe. <laughs> what about you? Your yeah, mom hit me in the head with a pot. And I'm sitting there going, what? The, what? what? She struck a a developing child in the head with a hard object. And this is funny how somehow. Now I can understand in hindsight when it's been 50 years since this shit happened and everything turned out fine. Their cognitive abilities were fine and they went on to have great lives. I can understand how you can look back on it. But some of the people that look back on it went, yeah, we did that. And then they go, but man, I I went through that. That's horrible. You shouldn't do that. And some people, I got whooped like that too. So why can't they do it? What the fuck are you talking about? Because something bad to happen to you, it's okay that something bad happens to someone now? Is that what you're saying, stupid? Right? So if you get hit by a car and somebody gets hit by a car, do you walk up to the person in the street holding their leg and screaming going, stop being a bitch, I got hit by a car too. Okay? I walk a little funny, but I'm alive. It's not like he drove over you. Stop being a punk. The ambulance is coming. What are you crying for? You know how much blood is in the body? That enough, amount of blood you just lost is not enough to cause any kind of problem. Stop being a punk. Look at these guys. I mean, come on. Back in the day, cars weren't made out of fiberglass. We got hit with cars made out of metal. Look at these kids today with their sissy asses crying because somebody hit him at 40 miles an hour threw him in the air and broke his leg in six pieces. Please, my leg was broken in 12 pieces. Now, that sounds dumb, doesn't it? Of course, because it is dumb. You don't go because something bad happened to you that it's okay that something bad happens to someone now. Shut the fuck up. That annoyed the piss out of me. I wanted to punch the radio. But I paid for it, so that wasn't going to (laughs) happen. And there's a lot of people talking about Ray Rice and how he punched his wife in the face. And I already actually did a podcast about that already. So I'm not going to rehash any of that stuff. If you want to hear about that, go back and look at the podcast that I did. It's a very popular one, thanks to you, uh, when I talked about Ray Rice and, and the situation. So I'm not going to rehash any of that kind of stuff. But, but the thing is, when I look at the Ray Rice thing, I, I, I sit there, like I said, I could never imagine the, the woman. I can't imagine hitting a woman to begin with. But the woman I love? Really? I know she was being a pain in the neck, maybe. I know maybe she was coming towards you, maybe. She maybe was going to do that thing where, you know how they poke you in the forehead while they're yelling at you? And she may even have slapped the shit out of you. So what? You know you're bigger and stronger than her. You know you can, come on, man. I've had women attack me. Once again, I talked about it in that podcast back then, and it never occurred to me to punch you in the face. There was one woman who was actually big enough where where I actually had to take her seriously when she physically threatened me. She was one of those Serena Williams, like really pretty athletic type woman who she worked out all the time. And she was, I forgot what she did, but she was some, in some kind of athletic crap. And I knew, I said, if this chick takes a swing at me, I'm going to have to take this seriously. And she did take a swing at me. And I just spun her around, bear hugged her, wrapped my legs around her. And if we fell back on the couch and I said, listen, this is not going to happen with the whole hitting thing. Every time you try that crap, I'm going to wrap you up and hold you. You're going to get tired before I do. So let's, let's, let's not do this because this is a relationship ending thing here. I will never hit you. You can't hit me. If you swing at me or anything like that, we're done. And when she calmed down, she apologized because I didn't even do the thing she accused me of doing. But I didn't punch her in the face. Never occurred to me, even though she just punched me in the face. I mean, I moved and it was like a glancing blow. cause I saw it at, at the last second I saw it coming. But you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, that everybody's talking Ray Rice, Ray Rice, Ray Rice, Ray Rice, Ray Rice, Ray Rice, Ray Rice. Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson. And they should talk about it. But there was another guy, I'm not going to say his name because I don't remember it and I don't want to get sued, but allegedly this guy beat his wife's ass all over the house, dragged her from room to room, telling he was going to kill her, Threw, ripped the necklace that he got her off her neck, allegedly threw it in the toilet, she stuck her hand in it, and he slammed the lid down on her arm, almost broke her arm, smacked her around, beat her up, choked her, threw her on a bed full of guns, allegedly. Why is this guy's name not being mentioned more? Granted, Ray Rice is a bigger star. I get it. Adrian Peterson's probably the f- number one or number two back in the league. I get it. But taking Adrian Peterson out of the equation for a moment, if you were a person and you had a choice to get, uh, between getting punched in the face once, which is horrible and you should never have to go through that, Or having someone four times your size beat the shit out of you, drag you from room to room by your hair, choke the shit out of you, damn near break your arm in a toilet, and throw you in a bed full of guns and saying, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Which one would you choose if you had to choose between those two horrific experiences? We know which one you choose. You choose the one punch, and that should have never happened. And I'm not excusing that one punch, but I'm saying if Ray Rice is in the news for this, And he should be for punching his woman. And if Adrian Peterson is in the news and he should be for whipping his kid, a guy that damn near beats his wife to death, chokes her out and beats her up and break almost breaks her arm and throws her on a bed full of fucking guns. That bastard should be on the news just as much as these other two assholes. But he's not. If you want to talk about these kind of things, we gotta talk about all abuse. Anybody that's married to anybody that fucks up their spouse, whether it be a, woman, a man beating a woman's ass or a woman beating a man's ass, nobody should be busting anybody's ass. That's it. You shouldn't do that. You're adults. If you're an adult, you have words. You have the ability to use the English language. You have the ability to go to another room. You have the ability to stop and go, I don't think I want to beat the shit out of this other human being because it's an idiotic thing to do. To hurt somebody else because I disagree with them. Because they talk too much in my opinion. Because they're being allowed. Because I don't like what they said. Because I'm annoyed right now. Because I'm in a bad mood. No, you don't put your hands on people. If you don't have on fingerless gloves and you're not standing in a fucking octagon with Dana White signing your checks, keep your fucking hands to yourself. No matter what your sex is. And that's my thing, man. I never understood that. Never crossed my mind to hit somebody like that only time I've ever whooped anybody's ass is when they were trying to whoop my ass or they were trying to whoop a friend's ass and I was protecting that friend. That's it. I've never gone, I'm upset with this person. I'm now going to punch them in the face. Fuck no. Why? Because I'm an adult and I have an IQ in the triple digits and I'm not a moron. That's why. And now people are upset with the NFL. And I think they should be upset with the NFL. But the NFL is just like any other large business. A business, even though <laughs> they're corporations are people. <laughs> no, they're not. But the thing is, they're designed to make money. They don't care about the consequences of things. They don't give a shit. You have, you have pharmaceutical companies that knew that they had AIDS in specific pharmaceuticals, knew they couldn't get away with them in the United States, went to a country that had AIDS already, said, well, they got, they got AIDS already. Let's just dump our shit over there and get some money out of it. What the fuck is that? Most people who are human beings would say you know what um no let's just destroy this crap so it doesn't infect anybody else but that company decided to go ahead and do it anyway we have companies dumping crap into the ozone layer and into the waters they don't give a shit fracking they don't give a crap that they're poisoning people i can make money right now that's how businesses are when they're run by by dickheads so, when you see the NFL, the same group of people who knew people were getting concussions and tried to, and allegedly tried to stop or well, I should say, allegedly knew people who had concussions. Allegedly. I don't know if they knew that. I'm just saying allegedly. And they allegedly blocked people who were trying to give them the information. Allegedly. I don't know if that's really the case. I'm just saying that's what I saw somewhere. Like on, you know, Frontline and newspapers and stuff. But I'm just saying they could be wrong. I just don't want to get sued by a big-ass company like, a big-ass business like the NFL. But what I'm saying is, these big companies, you're a number, you're a cog to them. So if something bad happens to you, if they can distance themselves from it a little bit and just kind of wait for the outrage to die down, which it usually does. Because there's just like there's uh, tragedy fatigue, there's outrage fatigue too. It just kind of dies down. If too many outrageous things happen at one time, you only pay attention to the first two, even if the things that come after the original outrage are more outrageous, like these beatings. Of the women who are uh, who are married to these NFL players, we're so outraged by Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson that we overlook two people who are even more vicious to somebody else that just happen to be not as big of stars as these two, and it happened to ha- had to happen right around the same time. They don't care. That's why you give. That's why you get a punk ass suspension. That's why you get deactivated and then reactivated. Come on, man. And that's what I was thinking when I was watching. I was watching, listening to talk radio. I was listening to people on both sides of this issue say stupid shit. You don't hit anybody. You just don't do it. You don't. You don't hit another human being. Why would you do that? Where, Where is the Where is the thrill in that? You know. Now, if you're both, like I said, if you're both fighters, if you're boxers. You trained your body for that. If you're MMA fighters, you trained your body for that. You have skill in that area. That's your choice. And you're fighting, because they have weight classes, they want to make sure that the people are pretty close to evenly matched. So one person can't just overwhelm someone. You don't see, like they used to in the, MMA, in the MMA when it started, when you have a 400-pound guy fighting a 120-pound guy. That's not allowed anymore. Now, if professional fighters who've trained their bodies to do that no, not to have people who are of disparaging abilities. You know, don't you think that if you're a husband, you shouldn't be beating your wife and you know you're a lot stronger than she is. Or if you're a wife and you know your husband's not paying attention, and you got a frying pan and you crack him across the top of the head. Don't you realize that you were in, in that position? You were in superior to him physically because he's not paying attention and you have the advantage of surprise of that pan across the top of the fucking head. Or the you know with a flashlight thrown across the room, whatever people will throw at each other. You can focus in on these two guys if you want to. You can focus in on make Ray Rice the poster boy for abuse, and you can make Adrian Peterson the poster boy for uh, child abuse if he in fact did do that, and, and if Ray you know we can, we can do that if we want to. But all it does as a society is give us an excuse to take those problems and push them off onto those two dudes. Like other people aren't doing it. Like women aren't whooping, aren't killing dudes. Of course women are killing dudes. We got to stop that problem. Like other guys who aren't rich and famous aren't beating the shit out of their wives or verbally abusing them. Like women aren't verbally abusing men and emotionally abusing each other. They're just fucking... They're just beacons, man. That's all they are. The problems are bigger than them. The problems are bigger than even the NFL. Can we just not punch each other in the fucking face? Can we do that? If your wife is annoying to you, talk to her. If your husband is annoying to you, talk to him. You don't have to beat somebody's ass. You don't have to crack somebody over the head. You don't have to hurt people if you disagree with them. That goes for romantic relationships, friendships, traffic mix-ups, somebody cuts, you, cuts in front of your line in a movie, somebody looks different than you do. Or if you're wearing a badge and you see somebody that looks suspicious and also different than you, you don't always have to go to the extreme. You don't have to do that. The extremes are the extremes for a reason because they're over there and we're here. And they should stay there. We should realize that other human beings have the right to exist without our fist in their face or a bullet in their ass or a frying pan across the top of their fucking head or racial epithets going in their ear or whatever other thing we use to assault each other. It's not necessary to do these things. We're all intelligent enough to solve problems and deal with each other in ways that don't require that. I know you agree with me. Because if you don't agree with me, you're an idiot. This is one time when I know I'm right, you bastards. (laughs) Much love to you all. This segment is over. That's all I got to say. Okay, you bastards. In my last segment, I said disparaging abilities when I meant to say disparate abilities. So what? I make mistakes sometimes. I'm not perfect. Okay? So if you DM me. (laughs) no i just happened to listen to the last segment i went disparaging abilities what the hell am i talking about i meant to say disparate abilities but you get the pin you get the point right i mean that rant was still good wasn't it i mean one little word one little word out of place you're not going to give me a hard time for that are you you are going to give me a hard time for that aren't you should I just sit back and wait for you, your ridicule in the, in the direct messages on Twitter like usually if, like, like you usually do, if I make one little slight mistake, you bastards, well, guess what you people stink well, not all of you people, just the people that are going to be writing to me going, "Yes, Anthony, you said disparaging and you meant disparate <laughs> shut up, you know what I meant, damn it, how dare you how dare you judge me, you bastards. <laughs> i get a kick out of it when i go on twitter and um and some of the people that and which is which is really cool that there are people on twitter that um well the first people to listen to the podcast and and, you know and recommend people uh come check out the podcast which i really appreciate but the thing is because my twitter followers my twitter family my twit fam and my pod fam uh there's there's a lot of crossover and the early adopters of the Yes Anthony Says podcast, a.k.a. this show you're listening to right here, are like relatives almost you know, in a way that they give me a harder time if I make a slight mistake than the new people that are that are just coming on to listen to the podcast now. You guys break my balls every time I said, hey, you said the instead of the. And I know it's not pretty much the same thing, but I just wanted to take this opportunity to break your balls. <laughs> You know, because the thing is, uh, just like on uh, on uh, Twitter, if I, if I if I post something on Twitter, and by the way, you should be following me on Twitter, you bastards. If you're listening to this right now and you're on Twitter, you need to be following at s. Anthony Thomas. Damn it! You also need to be following at s. Anthony says why? Cause it's me, it's me. Damn it! You can't get enough of me, and I know it. That's right. Who's narcissistic? No, I'm not. But it's just really kind of funny because, like like anything else. Um, the people that, that have quote known me unquote longer via Twitter, um, break my balls more than the new people. And I just want to say to the new people, eventually you're going to become old people and then you're going to start breaking my balls a little more. Now it's all in good fun. There's nobody being mean or anything like that. And I actually get a kind of a kick out of it because, you know, that's what Twitter's for, breaking each other's balls in a playful, fun way, you know? Because it's fun. I mean, if you really think about it, when you go on Twitter, I I think in terms of, you know, when you see big events, when I think about big events that happened when I was a child, and people would always talk about how, you know, uh, well, if you go to, there's going to be really good water cooler talk. Well, it's not water cooler talk anymore. There was no, you don't wait for the water cooler. Twitter is the water cooler now. The water cooler talk is happening as the shit was on. Remember that show back in the 70s roots, big cultural moment. Now imagine if Roots was on while Twitter was on at the same while Twitter existed. There wouldn't be anybody around the water cooler going, "Oh, did you see what happened to Kente? Uh, uh, did you see that?" They'd be saying that during the whipping. I know he is not going to whip that dude and make him say, "Toby, yes, he is." we we'll, we'll wait till after the commercial. I'm telling you, it's going to happen, <laughs> right? Because it is now. It is now. You see, people live tweet. Big events. I live tweet. Well, I used to live tweet big events. I used to live tweet the Super Bowl. I used to live tweet award shows, and it's really cool because a lot of people will follow you um, after that because they think that what maybe what you said was insightful or funny. And I and I, I, I got a lot of followers by doing that. And I didn't do that to get the followers. I did that for fun. One of the things I did that was actually fun for me too was while everyone else was watching, I forgot what it was. It were everyone else was watching, maybe uh, some award show or some crap like that and i was like i don't even want to see this stupid award show so i chose not to watch it you know what i did i live tweeted a rerun of house while everybody else everybody else was live tweeting this award show and i was i was uh reach i was live tweeting house reruns i mean i literally was actually doing it and the funny thing was i would actually see people reference me on twitter going this crazy motherfucker at s anthony thomas He is actually live tweeting reruns of House. You got to see this shit. And I was seeing all these people. It was a whole lot of people that started following me because I was live tweeting a rerun of House. And they thought it was hilarious. And basically all I was doing was just taking things that everyone knew about House already and just making comments on them. I didn't want to actually, you know, live tweet, be too specific about the episode, because if I'm on the West Coast or if I'm in the central time zone and you're someplace else, if you're even if house is on, it might not be the same episode. So I was just live tweeting weird crap like that. And uh, <laughs> I got a whole lot of followers that I still have off of that weirdness, you know. But that's the thing, man. I always look at the tw- at Twitter and and uh mostly twitter i'm on other uh sites i'm on tumblr and facebook and uh i have a pinterest but i completely ignore it i have a uh instagram but i don't put anything on it not yet when i go back out on tour there's gonna be a whole lot of stuff on there i just wanted to have it ready and available so i could use it at a later date but i really enjoy the interactions on twitter man you know it's really weird how i remember when i got when i initially got on there and uh I I was just as biased against it as everyone else. Everybody else was, well, what is it? You're just a bunch of people saying where they are right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a sandwich. Nobody want to hear that shit. <laughs> because at the time they didn't realize the uh, how important a microblogging site could be. And once I got there and I started paying attention to it, um, I realized how cool being on Twitter actually is. And I've been there ever since. And I'll be there till you know till it gets ruined and turned into some bullshit. And it, it until it, it until they fuck it up, and everyone moves on to the next microblogging site. Which you know, I hope that, that doesn't happen. But you know, it then sometimes that shit happens. You know how it is. But um, basically, I just I just wanted to say uh, I just wanted to add this on because, like I said, I know if I if I ever make a slight mistake, if I say something slightly inaccurate, not inaccurate meaning factually inaccurate, but if I you know. I mispronounce something. And I normally don't mispronounce things, But you know, which is why when it happens, I really get my balls broken. If I regularly mispronounce the words or use the wrong words or use words out of context, which I generally don't do because I'm a very intelligent man. Intelligent man. And cute as well. Um, <laughs> I know I'm going to get my balls broken. If I always did that, no one would say anything. they go, hey, that's just the way he talks. But if I fuck up, oh man. I know as soon as I turn on Twitter, I'm going to look and say, DMs 50. Here we go. Hey, Anthony. Know what you said? <laughs> you said, you said it. It should have been. T. LOL. So I know, I know when I, when this podcast comes out, either Wednesday or Thursday, I know that I'm going to get the DMs anyway, because what's going to happen is people will listen to it. They'll hear the mistake and immediately go on twitter and dm me some shit not realizing that this segment is going to come on right after with the correct word and the word i meant to say damn it you sick bastards <laughs> ah that's all i gotta say about that hello my friends can i can I, i'm gonna talk to you about something that somebody came up to me and uh started a conversation with me and uh I was talking to one of my nephews and uh, he has dreadlocks now, like I had when I was his age. And we were sitting there talking to another relative and I walked up to him and I said, okay, let me ask you a question. Has a middle-aged white guy in a suit walked up to you yet and asked you where the weed was? Hold on, I'm going to clear my throat. throat. Nope, not editing it out. I told you I don't edit out anything. So he goes, yeah. And the other relative goes, Really, just, really, if you have dreadlocks, the middle-aged white guys in suits walk up to you and ask you where the weed, where the weed is. They, it happens all the time. When I had my dreadlocks, I literally, I have a lot of friends that are white dudes, so it's not, it's not like, some some people I know who live back in my old neighborhood don't see a lot of white folks. So except, except they're driving through. They, they literally don't see a lot of them. They see, you on, they see you on television, but they don't necessarily interact with you that much, except maybe at their job, but not socially. And that's that's a big problem in the country as it is, because the more we interact socially, the more we humanize each other, the more we become human beings and people. And then a lot of the ridiculous, moronic and inaccurate stereotypes that we have about each other kind of wash away. But quite frankly, one of the stereotypes is weed equals dreads. And I had dreads literally any guy that I didn't know that was white over the age of 35 that walked up to me before i had the dreads it was just hey buddy what's going on hey hey how about those games how about that weather just regular conversation but when i had the dreads it was like hey buddy what's going on <laughs> do you know where the weed spot is i mean i want the good stuff don't you know you mean i figured you know with the hair you got and all you would know where the good weed is and I'm like dude I, I don't i don't smoke weed sure you don't <laughs> i didn't realize people were around us <laughs> let's walk over here okay we're alone. Where's the weed? And I'm going. I oh, no seriously I I don't smoke weed. Oh, I, I'm sorry, brother. No problem. Hey, all right. no big deal. Nice guy. Hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> hey, yeah. All right. Hey, whoa, whoa, hey. Hey, hey, whoa. now nice weather we're having. <laughs> Where's the weed, brother? I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't smoke weed. And I, I, I literally, I don't even smoke cigarettes. I, I just have. It's just a hairstyle. It's a It's a cultural thing, it's a hairstyle, but I I really you know, I, I don't know where the weed is. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, man. Sorry about that. Okay, great, 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 great. Hey buddy, what's going on? Hey, that sounds like the really really bad stereotypical white guy voice from every comic back in the eighties that I'd used to watch on cable when I was younger. I know that. I just wanted to throw that in for some reason. Do you know where the weed is? Well, stereotypical white guy voice from back in the eighties. First of all, I'm insulted that you still exist, and I shouldn't have used you, but I'm gonna let you know right now that I don't have any weed. Okay, that's all right. I'm gonna go back in this time capsule and go back into really, really bad stand up comedy acts in the eighties that used this bullshit voice for white guys. No problem. Okay, take care of yourself. <laughs> But that's the truth, man. They would always come up to me and ask me if I had weed. And I I didn't have any weed. I I, I still don't smoke weed. And I probably never will. But the thing was, uh, you know, people would come up and ask about that kind of thing. So it's not like it's hard to find marijuana. And some guy, and the reason I started this whole thing was because it was a guy that was having an argument with another cat about legalization of marijuana. And one guy goes... One guy just was kind of like me, like, look, everybody's smoking the shit anyway. Might as well get the taxes money off of it. What the fuck difference does it make? We already saw what happened with prohibition back in the day. And uh, people really had a hard time hiding the alcohol. Okay, let's calm down. It was not a big deal. You know, it is what it is. And the other guy was, was all the way to the other side. If you smoke one piece of marijuana, he said piece of marijuana, so you know how hip this guy is, okay? And you also know how hip I am because I just used the word hip. (laughs) <laughs> Will you smoke one piece of marijuana? It ruins lives. I had a friend. He actually walked by a guy who was smoking marijuana, and now he went on. He went on and killed fifty people, blew up everything. He joined Al Qaeda. He's now with ISIS. It's just all he did was walk by a guy who smoked weed, kinda maybe, and it just kinda touched him. Imagine if he actually smoked it, like, dude. Really? What even, idiot? <laughs> I mean, there's so many other drugs that cause real problems. Cocaine causes a real problem. Crack causes a real problem. Meth causes a real problem. Weed. I mean, I don't. I don't believe in taking any kind of illegal drugs to begin with, as far as my personal philosophy. But if you want to sit at home and smoke weed, who cares? You know. I mean, let's, I mean, keep in mind, people that have alcohol now. Are the drunk driving just the drunk driving accidents just start? No, they've been there the entire time. There's been alcohol. The people getting drunk and whooping people's ass just start? No. People have been whooping each other's ass because they drank so much beer well, they since the beginning of alcohol, my friends. Alcohol makes people act like jackasses, right? When people get use alcohol, a lot of times, you know, unfortunately, some jerk-off pieces of garbage use a woman being intoxicated as a way to sexually assault a woman or rape her. It's not the woman's fault. It's the jerk-off's fault who did it. You know what I'm saying? But they take advantage of this this particular moment where a woman is uh incapacitated because of alcohol and they take advantage of her and guys get taken advantage of too you know it's not like guys don't get raped of course get guys get raped now most of the time that i've seen in my personal experience i've never seen anybody uh attack a woman or anything like that cuz if they did i would have fucked that person up but i've seen guys have stuff happen to them i had a friend of mine we were young guys you know, all out in Hollywood doing our thing, and you know this guy always got drunk and made a jackass out of himself. And we and I was usually the one that kept him getting his ass whooped because I'm really I'm really good at diffusing those type of situations. Uh, I don't know how I I got good at that, but I I was really really good at that. I've I've kept there's a, there's about at least six or seven of my friends right now who would be dead, literally dead. I mean dead, dead, stabbed, dead, shot, dead, stomped to death, dead. If I hadn't been there. And that's a fact. Oh, hold on, please. So, so, I, and so, so he was drunk, and he was like always the biggest D bag of the group, and to the point where everyone was annoyed with him. And he's like, I don't get drunk, I don't get that drunk. What you say? You say I get drunk enough and I do stuff? Come on, man, I know exactly what's happening. And so, <laughs> he gets drunk and he starts acting like a douchebag, and we're all protecting him. We take him back to one who I don't remember whose house it was, but it wasn't mine because I was the furthest away from them. Um, I actually drove to hang out with them because they were all kind of clustered together. And we t- go back to one of my friend's houses and uh, he's on the couch, knocked out from drunk, from drinking. And I say, all right, I said, I said, alright uh, you all right, y'all make sure he situated. I'm going to go down and get something to drink. You want to drink? I said, no, I'm drinking Coca-Cola, you stupid bastards. You know, I don't drink alcohol, you dumb bastards, especially since I'm always the designated driver for you, you chumps, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I go down, I get the beer, beer, please. I get the soda, I'm drinking, I come back upstairs, and he's on the couch. Well, actually it was one of those singular it wasn't the couch. It was more it was almost like one of those beanbag type deals, but it wasn't a beanbag. It was shaped like a chair, but it was really a bean bag. <clears throat> and he's there sitting there, he's laying there with his mouth open and his head back, and every last one of them, all of my adult friends, my mature adult friends, all of them, were sitting there with their dicks out. Around his face. Now I remember. Um, other people talking about that being. Like a college thing. Where you know dudes do crap like that to each other. You know. And But I had never actually seen dudes do that. So I'm seeing. A group of my friends. Standing around another friend. Who's who's passed out with his mouth open. And they're all. <laughs> and they're, they're all sitting there with their dicks around his face i'm sitting there going what the fuck is this come on ass, get in here get your dick out and stick your dick by his face i'm going i am not taking my dick out and sticking it by my friend's face it's bad enough you jackasses are standing there with your dicks around the guy's face you know and the other guy comes running back in he he still has his pants around his ankles i'm sitting and and he's like waddling back in the room running he's running with his pants around his ankles and his dick out and he's got a camera with him i'm going you didn't even t- at least take the fucking pants off you look like a jackass you know so he kicks his pants off he walks over there and he whips his dick out so they all got their dicks around his face and he's trying to line the camera up to show <laughs> what a bunch of nutcases and he goes come on don't you want to put your dick into this picture?" i'm like no i'm not putting my dick in a picture with a bunch of other dudes with their dicks in front of another dude's mouth what the fuck is wrong with you dudes? Well, oh, man, it ain't like we ain't seen your dick before, man. We all work out at the same gym, man. I said, like, "Yeah, I know that, but I wasn't exactly uh, Yeah, we all know what each other's dicks look like cuz we all went to the, we were in the world in the same gym and it did to the same shop, but that don't mean I'm to sit there in a house with my dick out in front of some dude's face. Sorry about saying the word dick so much, but I'm trying to recount the conversation exactly the way it happened. You take a picture, chick chick. They're all laughing. <laughs> They wait the next day, and they show this jackass the pictures. Maybe it was a couple days later, and they waited for him to get into his whole "I don't black out when I get drunk" routine. Oh, you don't black out when you get drunk. You don't. You don't. You don't black out. So what you're saying is, every time you get drunk, you remember everything that happens. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I, I, you guys are making it up. You, you're trying to, you know, control me, man. And I don't want to. Okay, what about this picture? They hand him the picture. <laughs> his first words. After seeing a picture of himself passed out, mouth open, head back, dicks in his face. He looks up at me and goes, thanks, man. I go, what? He goes, thanks. At least you didn't put your dick in the picture. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because all of the other guys were white. So they knew. (laughs) He saw he noticed there was no black dick in the picture. <laughs> he didn't even go, I'm embarrassed because I'm drunk and there's a bunch of dicks in my face. That didn't bother him. He was too busy going, thanks, man. At least you didn't stick your dick in my face. Now, granted, we're in a public place at this point, And people are looking around going, dick in the face. What kind of sick bastards are these people? And that's what alcohol does. Now, I know people can get blasted on weed. I get it. I know that. I'm not saying weed doesn't have negative effects. Of course it does. Every time you impair yourself with anything, there's going to be negative effects. You can be impaired by sleep. You know what I'm saying? Lack of sleep. uh, Just being sick. You know, you could be impaired by drugs you're supposed to be taking that the doctor has given to you. You can be impaired by anything. But the thing is, if you're going to give people the ability to be adult enough to drink alcohol when we know what the effects are. When we know what the effects so are, we know alcohol ruins people's lives. We get that if you can't handle it. But there are people that can have a couple of drinks. Most people can just take a couple of glasses of wine at home at dinner and go about their business. I know a ton of people, literally a ton of people. When you weigh those guys, it's about a ton of them. <laughs> See that play of words I just did? <laughs> That's why you listen to me every week. Anyway, so these guys literally... To them marijuana is the equivalent of a beer. They don't drink some of them don't drink beer anymore and some of them never did. So a guy will come you know, and I'm just gonna have a beer real quick. Yeah, go ahead, you'll have a beer. And it'll be about, you know, and that'll be all it all he drinks for the whole party, and then it'll be rested. that'll be soft drinks. Or maybe he will have a couple of beers and someone else is driving. And his wife is driving, or if it's a female friend, then the husband is driving. One of them will drink the beer and one won't. But I know guys who literally I saw a walk in the guy a friend of mine. <clears throat> He has, he, to him, marijuana is like his, his drink. He's not a wine guy, although he does have wine in the house. He's more of a weed guy. So I'll go over there. We'll be hanging out, you know, working on something and just kicking it. Cause we're buddies and he'll hit his weed, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he puts it back into the, uh, ashtray. So I didn't see him for three or four days. I come back to that. i say, man, what's going on? And he goes, yeah, man, we're hanging out. And I look back at his ashtray and I'm going, is that the same joint that you had last week? And he goes, yeah. I said, I said, I said, you didn't smoke anything else? He goes, no, no, what I want to smoke it is right there. You know, if I need more, I'll get it. But, you know, that's enough. You know, I'm I'm not trying to get high. I just want to, you know, drink a little, smoke a little little, little thing there. So he hits it again. I actually watched the, the, the joint shrink in the ashtray and he didn't smoke any other marijuana because he can control it. It was recreational to him the same way beer is recreational to people. Now, I don't like, like I said, I don't personally drink alcohol, not really. I'll have a wine cooler every once in a while, but never when I'm driving. When I drive, I drink zero alcohol. Never smoked weed, probably never will. But there are people that can handle certain things. And and let's be honest, if you want marijuana right now, you can get it. Most people are not getting arrested for marijuana unless they're really blatant and stupid with it. So what I was saying to the cat was, listen, man. I think they should just, you know, legalize this crap. Everybody who wants it is going to get it. Let's just get the fucking tax money. You know what I mean? Let's just get the fucking tax money. You know? And stop playing stupid games. Because every time we do these stupid things, we fight a war on something, and it's too misguided. There's always a dumb consequence. You have people in jail for marijuana. People that could have been productive members of society. Not people that stabbed anybody or blew anything up or raped anybody or murdered anybody or did this or that. I got caught with some weed. What? Jail. Come on now. Come on. Stop it. Let's all be adults here. Just legalize marijuana. Keep in mind, this is someone who doesn't even smoke marijuana, has no interest in marijuana, and has no interest in any kind of recreational drugs at all. But it's not like it's hard to find. So let's stop wasting money trying to stop it. It's not going to stop. Okay? And neither is prostitution. Okay? You really think you're stopping prostitution? You couldn't stop guys and gals from drinking alcohol. You think you're gonna stop a guy from who wants to get his dick sucked from getting his dick sucked? Really? Come on, man. Stop it. The only thing that really stops guys from getting laid is them being douchebags and assholes. That's what will really stop you from being laid. If you're if you're not an a-hole or a d-bag, you will get laid. You will get laid. You will not. Yeah, and you won't have to pay anybody for it. What do you think of that? <laughs> I see prostitutes all the time when I'm driving down the street. I mean, not every street. It's not like I'm driving down the main street of a major city and there's six hookers standing there. But I'm saying if you drive through neighborhoods, you know where the hookers are. I mean, you do. I don't because. That <laughs> don't judge me. Shut up. OK, I've never actually paid for sex. The fuck out of here. But uh, <laughs> I. I can't even imagine going. You know, um, there's other women who actually think I'm cute and funny, and will and will get it on with me for not uh, for no money and get it on with me regularly. But I was wondering if I could get it on with you for money, please. Hell out of here. But I don't think they should arrest people like that. If those same people got in the car and they tore each other's up, jumped on top of each other and just boom, 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 and just tore each other up, just blew each other out and just destroyed each other it would sexually just demolished each other and no money was exchanged, you can't do anything. You can't do crap. If these two people boned each other out, destroyed each other, she said, you know what? This one's on me. You couldn't do anything. You'd have no power whatsoever to do anything. Now granted, I've seen some hookers out there. And I'm telling you right now, much like the NFL, there has to be some standards. There has to be some requirements to do the job. There has to be minimum standards. One, you can't stink. If you stink, you're out. Two, you can't be gross. If you're gross, you're out. Three, if you're gross, you're out. Four, if you're gross, you're out. <laughs> okay, that's wrong. I, should, I shouldn't have gone there. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that sometimes you got to let adults do what adults do and just stay out of the stay out of their way. We know that there's sexually transmitted diseases out there and people are catching them from hookers. I get it. So maybe they, should, maybe they should legalize prostitution, allow prostitution, but you have to have, you have to be in good shape. You have to be healthy. You have to pass uh, mental evaluations. You have to pay taxes just like everybody else. Maybe we should just do that. Once again, me personally, there's no way in hell I would actually pay somebody to get it on with me. I would charge someone to get it on with me because, I mean, I am the S machine. You know what I mean? (laughs) Ooh, I'm embarrassing myself. (laughs) But all I'm saying is we're all adults, you know, and we should be responsible for our actions. We do owe society something. We do owe society something. We We should... respect each other you know if you have you if you smoke marijuana and you do something dumb you got to pay the price it's like if you drink beer and you do something dumb you got to pay the price right you know if there's prostitution out there you know what i'm saying you should if it's we should hey you jump on top of a woman who's getting in on with a whole bunch of dudes and you and you catch a disease hey man that's your problem and if you give it to somebody else and you knew you had the disease your ass should be in jail hey it is what it is but we all got to take responsibility for our own shit because if we don't who are you going to complain to? You know what I mean? Just take responsibility for our own shit and stop trying to run everything. Unless you me, I should be, I should be allowed to run things. You know what I mean? I should actually have a S. Anthony Thomas weed and hookers emporium. That way you could come in, smoke some weed, right? Get it on with some hookers. And then I would actually, you know what? I changed my mind. It should be the hookers weed and snack foods emporium. You know what I'm saying? You come in, you smoke the weed, get it on with the woman with and you both smoke weed, and then you both have to eat something, and then I get the the money. I think that would be good. I, I think I think you know what I think that would be good. And if I if I could if I could patent that, that would be a good thing. Then I could have a side business, then I could do podcasting You know, and then some stand up. I would do podcasting stand up, but I would also have the weed hooker and snack food emporium because then I would have then I would be really rich and then the things would be great for me. So I'm expecting y'all to, to support that. So when, when, you, when, you, when you check out the new ad that comes on, and I'm going to have to make sure I save up some money so I can have a Super Bowl ad. And, and the commercial will come on. Oh, the game is tied. We're about to go to the halftime show, but first we have a commercial. Hi. Do you like to get, get high on weed, bang hookers, and then eat lots of food afterwards? Well, then you can go to the S. Anthony and Thomas Weed Hookers and Snack Food Emporium. Get high. Get laid. Get full at S. Anthony's. Huh? What do you think of that? Huh? Huh? Is that a great idea? Of course it's a great idea. In fact, I'm going to end this damn segment and get to work on that. Don't any of you bastards try to steal that idea. That's a good idea, Davin, and I'm going to make it happen. That's all I got to say. Well, all right, you sick bastards. I want to thank you guys for checking me out. This has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, and I am your host, S. Anthony Thomas. That's right. That's my name. S. Anthony Thomas. But what I did was I had the pauses legally inserted into my name. So although it's spelled S. Anthony Thomas, it's pronounced S. Anthony Thomas. Why? Because I can. That's right. Damn it. (laughs) I just want to say thank you very much for everybody for checking me out again and coming back every week. For some reason, you weirdos are recommending people come and listen to this and they're doing it. I'm to thank you for that. i want to thank you for all the retweets, reblogs, and re-tumblers and re-whatever, and search your social media sites, and the kind words. Much love to you. The home base of the podcast is com And podbean, of course, is spelled P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Okay? So stop writing to me and asking me how to spell podbean, damn it. <laughs> com. I'm also on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. And the home and the of the, uh, the email address, of course, is the SanthonySaysPodcast at gmail.com. I want to say thank you to everybody for checking me out every week. Coming back, much love to you all, you weirdos. You sick bastards. Thank you very, very much. Until next week, my friends. S. Anthony out.